Oh, bless him. Nice. And we are live. What is going on, everyone? <laughs> Good thing I didn't say bad things about him. Oh, I love it, yeah. <laughs> He's talking about the snow toad. I'm saying how awesome the snow toad is. Good oh, thing yeah. I didn't say, like, how, bad things about him. How awesome the snow toad is. Is there such a thing as a snow toad? I don't know if we've spoken about this. I think I so. Know. I think it's slang for was. something. And we are live. Well, somebody's me? got their volume on. <laughs> my, bad. my bad. That was my bad. <laughs> nice. He's testing it for me. He's making sure. How's it going, everyone? Sorry about last week. Uh, I think a lot of us were away and busy doing bits and bobs. And uh, these these are the guys, you know. And I kind of want to. Uh, if 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 over half of us can't be here. I think it's best to push it to another week. Um, there's lots of things always happening in VR. but And obviously these guys have all got their own channels, their own podcasts, so they will still be going on as well. So if you need to see that stuff, uh, that's where you need to go. So let me introduce everyone. Uh, first up, we got Sadly Spreadly. How you doing, dude? You been good? Yeah, I've been great. I've been uh, just tinkering with random stuff and everything's been going pretty well in that regard. No, no complaints. Thank you. What is your number one thing you've been tinkering with then? Like, since you say random. Yeah. Uh, the most recent thing I was doing was I was uh, doing mixed reality and VR uh, in combination with the Quest Pro and ROG Ally to see if this idea of a fully mobile x86 compute device could really exist. And yeah, I was pretty uh, happy with it. For those who don't, do not know, the ROG Ally is basically like a, a Windows Steam Deck that's like slightly newer silicon inside and yeah, things worked pretty well. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Is there a video on that yet? Yeah, I I, I put in my more recent video that I didn't title it anything to do with ROG Ally. It was titled like the errors of spatial computing because like I saw I, I just kind of wanted to, to 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 take a jab at like since I I kind of have this belief that I don't think any other company is going to be able to compete on the same level. Uh, as Apple because of their closed platform. So my that whole video is like, well, okay, if you can't compete because of kind of the powers that they have with their closed platform, how can op open platforms at least try to compete? So I was giving some ideas um, based on that in that video. That sounds like a far more interesting uh, week than I had for sure. You know, and a, and a lot Super Mario Three. Are you crazy? Oh yeah, dude, that was. That was insane. The thing is, I do think some of that stuff is lost on newer people. You know, that magic of like seeing a bullet bill that's bigger than like, I don't know, uh, whatever the highest class Uber you can get is in America. Those massive vehicles. It's like, wow, that's insane. Um, and it was just made by a guy who he just designs art. He just made it like just for something to do. And he was like, like, do you want to do you want to try it? And I tried it and I was like, damn, this is really good. And he was like, oh, yeah, you can make a video on it. He doesn't want anything. He doesn't want any exposure. He doesn't want just like, and he said, nice. I can sh share the files to anyone who wants to try it. So, and it's hard. It's so hard, but fun. So. You know who loves it when it's hard? My mom! <laughs> and fun. Yes, yes, and fun. fun. If it's hard and not fun, she's not down. <laughs> she is not down. She'll get pissed, actually. <laughs> Thank you ever so much for all these memberships, guys. Snowtoad doing five crewcast memberships. Mr. Tasselhoff doing, I believe, 20. Oh god! Uh, I think he's broke the system though, because he says it only shows eight. <laughs> there's probably there's not enough people watching to give them away. I'd imagine. <laughs> I think it starts giving it away to people that have. If you've gone through everybody, it'll 
it'll start giving it to random people that have been here before. I don't think I have one. Why didn't I? I don't have one, one either. Like, how has not one of us gotten one? Actually, Brad got one. Right? He got Brad one got again. One. Brad always gets one. <laughs> Brad gets them all. He's got some kind of algorithm. He deserves that in there it, where though. he gets them all. <laughs> <He's>, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, next up, we've got from the virtual strangers, Wes and Roots. How you doing, guys? Good man. Uh, glad to be back in front of a camera. We've taken a couple episodes off um i was traveling for the weekend had a death in the family so feels good to be back here talking about vr again nice man nice and uh my thoughts are with you i'm sorry about that it's uh it's a bit rubbish in it when that stuff happens um mm. but there you go uh how you doing uh, roots you good I'm, yeah i'm doing good happy belated birthday to wes it was yesterday yeah right? that's right i missed it somehow i was happy didn't look at this one happy birthday yeah. son yeah, 28. 28 yesterday. 28. Damn, dude. 28. Oh, that's man. Hysterical. He's only one year older than me. <laughs> yeah, that's even funnier. Crazy. Uh, and only five the mash. Um, what about this this hat, dude? What's going on with the hat? What is that? The hat. Yeah, what is that? Wes. I don't Wes. Even know. Oh, are you talking to me? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a Star Wars hat. Cantina. It's a Star Wars hat. Mm. Ah, that is cool. Yeah. That is cool. Did you get that for your birthday, young man? No, no, I've had this. I've had it for some time, actually. So what did you get for your birthday? What was your number one present? Uh, dude, I got to bury my grandpa for my birthday. That's what I had. Oh, I I've got this thing where uh, I tell my wife, don't buy me gifts because I'm going to be buying something very expensive very soon. And that's just kind of an o- ongoing thing for years now. What? An Apple? But, Apple? Uh, that's what I was Vision thinking. Pro? Yeah. Yeah, not not that expensive. That's, uh, your, next, that's your next 10 birthday <laughs> presents, by the way. No, Quest 3 is coming. Quest 3 will be my birthday gift when uh, when it lands. Yeah, we're going to talk about Quest 3 today, actually, because um, I, I feel when when, I, when it when we was meant to talk about it, obviously the Apple thing happened, and uh, recently other details have emerged as well due to listings. Uh, next up, we've got one half, arguably could be the better half of Between Realities. We've got Skiba. How you doing, dude? What's up? Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with you there. Alex is in chat, so you just might want to be careful. Oh, shit. Uh, no, no. Um, Alex, we love you. Oh, man, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Um, Wes, happy birthday to you, dude. You are you. one of the raddest dudes I know, and um, just happy birthday. And um, my condolences on everything you're going through, but at the same time, happy that you are with us. So, so yeah, that's all I got. We love you. I love you. I think, love you, too. I think I for you uh, for for a birthday gift, Eric, you should um, eat one of those candies right here live on air. <laughs> I do believe so. Yeah, that would be great. A special oh, I don't candy. know. I literally don't know if I could do it again. It would it would ruin the whole show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're All right, like... fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. And uh, <laughs> last but not We're least. We're headphones. Is We're headphones, everyone. Eric Masher from QTC Gamer. He's about to do some sort of vitamin caffeine energy gummy All which right. he did before the show which didn't go too well but yeah, well, yeah. the problem here too is he's about to take down another 75 grams of caffeine i'm gonna so... freak out man yeah, how, many, how many after drinking two cups of coffee so how many how many explode how many milligrams is it how many milligrams is one of them 75 well i think it's it's an acquired no, like taste i think you'll like it this time better better i'm gonna try the blue uh, the yellow oh. was, you know Oh, we wanted the yellow though. See, and that's the thing with these things. I think you're right. It looks exactly like a starburst. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I'm going to eat a starburst that's basically the same as having like four cups of coffee, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, the chew, the, the, the focus chews have loaded with vitamins and they're super delicious. These energy ones, you can, you can taste the bitterness of the caffeine. So let me, uh, let me, let me have a sip of my coffee. (laughs) 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 If he has a stroke on stream, dude, what the hell? It's not, it's not Roots' fault. It's going to be the best episode ever. (laughs) Oh my God. Exploding mash daddy. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's reacted well to this one. Oh. That's not as bad. But this is way better. It's, it's expectations. I told you. Ah, uh, there you go. That's true. Right, this is not good. But it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, it's the it's the juice. That's not good. <laughs> it's the juice that gets you. The juice is loose. <laughs> it's the juice you know that gets you. Who else can't handle the juice? My mom. Oh, she loves. She juice. creates the juice. She creates. Oh, she is the juice. She's juiciest. Oh, Man, he's still lie. chewing it. Oh my god, it's better than the than the lemon, but the aftertaste is not good. It's so hard. Chewing caffeine. Oh my god, oh. it tastes like you're chewing chalk. <laughs> I'm happy drinking caffeine. Biggity Bam says he's playing at Vampire Survivors. Oh, sorry, he, uh, I think Paradise Decay uh, gifted it to him, which is kind of a thing everyone oh. did when they got their Steam decks. It's like one ninety nine, or it's free, and you give a, a, the game away. You buy it and give one away. Uh, have you guys played Vampire Survivors? I'm sure you all have. I have not. Oh. I played no. Vampire Rising. That was cool. So hold up. So Brad, Wes, no, Roots. Is it VR? Skiva? No, so oh. no, it's not. It's a it's a flat game. So you can get it for free on iPhone. I don't know. I'd imagine that is also on Android. Uh on the Steam Deck, it was like on Steam for $1.99. And it's a a way a vampire wave killing game. And it's like crazy amounts of things on screen. And you don't actually shoot anything. You just sort of move the character around and get upgrades and stuff. Mm. I can't explain it. If someone described it to me on paper, I would think it's not actually that interesting. But it's super addictive. Like It's it, only on the Apple iPhone? No, no, no. As I said, it's on Steam, which is how oh, I, okay. I used to play right, it on the Steam right Deck. Uh, like Luck for Dead oh, without shooting it. anything? It's just a top-down. It's like a retro graphics one, though, as well. Uh, uh, I'm already playing a top-down Diablo 4 that's sucking all my life out of me. My Is time. It, it sounds good though. I'm, it's amazing. I played the. Uh, I, what did I play the other day? I saw some videos on people saying it was like one of the best demos they'd ever played. I just want to add that Hell Sweeper in VR. That demo is one of the. Is amazing. Yes. The best demo I've ever played. Yes. Um, it, yeah. Oh, it's insane, wasn't it? Like it's so good. That game. I keep. I keep going. I keep going back to it. I love that they have the progression built into the demo, so it rewards you for for doing multiple runs, and the better you get at it. The, the more fun it is yeah like for a, that game for me has been a, been a bit of a roller coaster because the alpha i think blew everyone's minds of like potential they were like wow this game's got so much potential mid-air dashing just like the game played as awesome as it looked in the trailer which is quite rare uh and then i played it at gamescom and it was almost like you know when people say you just like put too much stuff in it can ruin it and it kind of felt like that. It kind of felt like closed environments. And there was so much you could do. You kind of didn't really know what to do. Like I was, I stood there with a the developer and he was trying to explain to me everything I can do. And I'd only had half hour to play the game. And I was like, like we've been standing for 10 minutes. Well, I haven't actually played it yet. You've just been telling me all about it. And it sounds awesome, but I've kind of forgotten the first five minutes of what you told me. So 
and it was like that when I played it. But yeah, this demo now is, is it still available? Wes, do you know? I think there might be a day left on it. So oh, oh damn yeah, so good, so good. It's gone from like a game where I kind of was a bit oh I don't know to actually yeah, I'm really hyped now uh, to see where that goes. Because one thing I didn't get to do is uh, use the magic on my weapons. I did it with the pistols, but I've got to add like flames and ice to swords and stuff. And did you yeah, see in the latest? I didn't do that either. Yeah, did you see in the latest trailer where he shot the sword off the ground and grabbed it in midair? No, uh, I did not. I did not notice that. That no. was so sick. He like he had a sword on the floor. He gets his pistol out, shoots it. It bounces up in midair and he grabs it. I was like, "Fucking hell, that is so cool." <laughs> that looked ridiculous. And I'm sitting there thinking, "Can you actually do that?" Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. I think I'll tell you what you want to do. A really good thing to watch is on uh, Mixed Realms YouTube channel. They do a developer log. Uh, and it's such a shame they don't really advertise it because they go through all... You can really... If you really want to get into the game, you can kind of watch all the ideas that they've made and they break it down into categories. And I remember seeing one of them where I think he... he somehow he throws a weapon up and then he throws fire at the weapon something like that and it's on fire and then he shoots it and then that bullet hits the weapon and the weapon then kills someone like it was just wow mental it was like i don't know it was just insane uh i'm not even saying i can do that but someone can do that um and i think it's going to make great content in that way that people are going to be so like they were with boneworks and bone labs just getting right into these crazy these crazy demos uh what's his name demo who was on your show Skiba. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Di- Demo awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is is next level, dude. No yeah. one makes first per- person content like that guy does. He is so freaking talented. It, it just blows me away. Yeah, I, I I I think he's probably already done a video on that game. Um, yeah, but, he did. He did do a short one. Yeah, yeah I bet it's like insane. Testing the waters. Mm-hmm. I bet it is crazy. Uh, thank I, you. I'm looking Samson. at this. I'm looking at this Vampire Survivors game. You sure this is good? Like no, no, it's not. It's, it's five bucks on Steam. Oh. It's four ninety nine on Steam. And it then there's a whole bunch of DLC. You should be on your phone for free. Um <sighs> But yeah, I know I know what you're saying, dude. Honestly, like you look at was, it, you're like <laughs> Yeah, same. I was just like, what is going on? What's happening? And then like Mike, we are Oasis Mike, I said to him about this rubbish game that everyone's talking about, and he went, dude, it's literally <laughs> taken all my time. And I was like, seriously? Really? And then I got into it and I was just like, damn. It, I like I play. I don't know. I've probably put twelve, fifteen hours into it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have a Steam Deck. I mean, that would be cool. I prefer it. I, prefer, it I actually like playing it on Steam Deck actually. <laughs> but yeah, Biggity Bam just says it looks shit, but it's so good. <laughs> it looks like shit. Like as soon as I saw it, I'm like, this can't be the game that you meant. But yeah, you could, you could play Diablo Four on your Steam Deck, Mash, and then you could play with us when you're on the oh, road. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. I just bought the four ninety nine. I bought it. I, I didn't know it was four ninety nine though. I thought it was like yeah four ninety nine, and there's like a ton of DLC. Um, there's like three or four different DLC packs. I gotta look it up again now. I, re- but, I really uh, talking about DLC. I really hope that when Power Wash Simulator comes out, that we get the DLC in VR as well, because they showed a clip today of SpongeBob in the SpongeBob DLC, and you actually had SpongeBob's like walking feet noise, like. <laughs> I was like, that'd be so sick. What you guys been playing recently? What, what's been your like? Your highlights aside from hell sweep obviously you know on redacted. saturday <clears throat> yeah redacted. on saturday i got into something that i haven't been into a while which was breachers i streamed live breachers and uh you know on ghost of tabor which i normally get into but 
man i do love breachers um but they desperately need more content like now more levels they needed, they yeah. needed it on day one and it's crazy that it's taking this long it's still not i mean it's any. still fun like i we, we went in there and we had a blast for a couple hours you know a whole bunch of people came in and played that's what's nice about a game like that is you can get in with a lot of people and play um but it's just like the it, it, they have three maps right and it's or four maps whatever it is it's just and they only have one play style like is it you know other than the kill house they have one kill house map where you can just go in and like free for all um I don't know. They need they need more, but it's good. Like the base of the game itself is great. It just needs more content. Do you know what I think that game suffered with is the developers' own um, striving for perfection when it comes to balancing. I think the gameplay was everything. The core mechanics were really something they kept testing over and over and over. And I think that is they've said there is content coming, but I do believe you're right. It's the number one thing I hear everyone say is that like we need more levels um because yeah i mean i've played it a few times i'm not crazy i'm not crazy for games like that over and over but i don't know whether that's because of just what i do means that i can't do that i kind of think right well, i've got to play something else this week i'm looking for something new i'm going to read something else um but i definitely think the weapon balancing and all that stuff in that game is is exceptionally good um but yeah it's super well done like i think it's it'll be unfortunate if they don't gain any more traction with new maps like like I think there is a time limit to where people will just forget about it and move on because there's so many games coming, right? I mean, before we know it, we'll have something else that'll take our attention. So I'm just I'm hopeful that they get something out before everybody decides to kind of move move forward because I think there's definitely a great, like you said, the core gameplay here is done so well mm. that it deserves more content from for for more people to get into it. So yeah yeah okay. and it's a good game and like you said i really think they were focusing on the mechanics and now that they're really starting to nail that and the balance i think we're going to see a lot more levels coming out and a lot more maps um just because you know th this this crew has always uh supported their games well so i think uh, i don't think it's going to stop here uh virtual steve says he's got well over 50 hours in vampire survivors and he paid 199 wow. i'm pretty sure the game was 199 and then suddenly i started seeing it at like game shows like that i was thinking really like this game is just a mobile top-down retro thing and yes i think he's got like a a bit of a thing behind it you know a bit of a following um yeah you get you get bundles of of dlc like if you want to get back in here i mean there's a ton of new content it looks like i'll have to have a look dude i honestly one, I, two, three, four, there's four four bundles of dlc that they have here and like the most like you can get everything i think for another nine bucks you get every piece of dlc <laughs> damn bro i reckon that game was probably free at some point and it's just damn obviously it, i missed it grown in popularity uh wolf raza says pixel ripped 78 is very innovative uh he's enjoying that game and um that leads us i think nicely onto MetaQuest plus subscription because i think one of the best in the series i i actually think pixel ripped 78 is the weakest one out of them all um and i'm not saying that's not that's not a great game it is a good game, but the others are very good games as well. The first one for me, I think, just that inception thing of being the kid in the class and the teacher running around and you had to do all these different things. Like that playing a game playing a Game Boy in VR was crazy. Like in VR playing a game in VR was just mind blowing at the time. And I think again with Atari, it's before my time a little bit. So I never owned the console. I never genuinely played the games. Um oh. So I don't know whether that... I think we discussed this the other week um, mm -hmm. about this stuff. So I don't know whether that's why I haven't really like found it as amazing as, for example... Is it eight? What's the first one? 19... 
yeah, and then 95. 95 was definitely, even though the first one meant a lot to me, the second one was definitely where I was more in control of my gaming. Like before that, it was everything my parents got me, you know, as uh, that yeah. second point, I was, I was the one like making decisions. I think that's one of the cool things about this series, right? Is like they keep going through these console generations. And so everyone is going to like connect differently with a different generation. Mm. For example, I started on the Atari 2600. So there's something there for me that is like extra special. But I think 95 probably had the best gameplay as far as an actual game for me. But I really connected with the Atari thing because like, man, I just remember growing up with an Atari 2600, like playing these, you know, games like this. And uh, it just had a special place in my heart, you know, but this whole and then and then 89, like showed us this whole thing for the very first time. So it really like, it really like wowed me and like, you know, had that that first time you see something like that effect uh which then kind of went away for the for the rest of them because we had already you know then seen it right but but uh yeah i you know i i really really enjoyed 78 as well so yeah yeah i think it hit home for me too i mean i was born in 72 so that's like one of the years that you go back to because you go back to several years it's not just 78 like that was one of the years I was six in 1978. I mean, this was the first console that I ever played a game on. I mean, anything before that, think about it, was just a flat board game. I mean, there was no video game. So for me, that was my introduction. So this game really hits home with me. You lose some of that, like that newness of, uh, of uh, 89 and 95 when you first get into something like this. And you're like, wow, this is just amazing because I've never done anything quite like this before. So you don't have that here. But I think some of the things that they did here were better than other games too. So as a whole package, I think it was cool. And damn, how cool is it to like answer the phone and have GT say something to you? Like, <laughs> this what? is this is this this is GT from uh, what was the Gamertag magazine? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I was really gutted that I didn't get to rehearse that again. Like, I said because I I changed some of the words to because Anna sent me a script and I sort of changed it a little bit because I, I don't remember it's like a bit of a translation thing. I don't know. So I sent it over and then that was it. And then I was in it and I heard it and I was like damn i wish i could have really put a bit more into that but everyone seems really happy with it like yeah it's quite it's quite funny it's very surreal for sure i and love it's... hearing you on there man i thought yeah. that was great you and, and you know who really nailed it not that everyone didn't because everyone that oh, I yeah, heard yeah, yeah, yeah. did a good job but like nathy absolutely nathy was yeah. funny. he was very very convincing yeah you know who that. was funny too yeah. was uh Tyrell woods was super funny he was like was he like hitting on somebody or he was like trying to pick somebody up <laughs> in the game it was super super funny yeah Tyrion was quite funny yeah um it was weird playing the game and picking up the phone and hearing myself that was like a really weird cross-dimensional multi-weird break my brain thing are you are any of you in the second one 1995 <laughs> no alex alex vr is yeah we're like collectible i didn't make the cut <laughs> collectible cards i think we are in that one yeah. Yep. yeah she had she had sent me like a video of mine like in the game before um beforehand and i had to sh like show my whole family because i was freaking out like it's, isn't it amazing to be in a video game like it is. Mm -hmm. especially an atari video game for me again because it was such a big deal atari game right like atari is a big deal even even if you don't play like like you, you didn't play atari 2600 or whatever like they still publish a lot of really good games they're all over the arcades i mean atari's kind of a household name right to be an atari game was uh was definitely a dream come true for me so that's fantastic. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Talking about dreams, uh, Biggity Bam, 
Uh, this has got nothing to do with dreams. Uh, he's given a $20 donation. <laughs> and he's put, what VR game do you all consistently return to? He's actually chosen a very good one. He's put, it's walkabout mini golf for me. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm going to just start with mine would be Starship Bridge Crew, purely f- based on the amount of hours. Like, not not now, not this year, not last year whatever it was, that was the game that if I wasn't doing something or I should have been doing something, I was more than likely in bridge crew. So that I, that's probably the game that I, I, I return to the most and still, I still play it now and again, but yeah. For me, it was after the fall and now it's probably ghost of Tabor. I, was like, gonna... I, I, I have to play ghost of Tabor at least a couple times a week, every week. I was yeah. going to say to you guys, I remember like it was all about um, after the fall for ages, wasn't it? Like it's but... Yes. I man, I put almost 500 hours into that game. Fucking hell. Like, dude, it was it was a serious addiction, and now in the same way with Ghost of Tabor, I have 350 hours into Tabor, and I don't see myself slowing down. And they're just starting to like, you know, we're we're getting new maps here soon, and it's just going to become more and more of a problem. If I had to pick something older, though, I would almost say um, Jet Island. Like Jet Island. Wow, is really? Jet Island. Out, I remember at that. At least, at least once a month, I go back in there and I either mess around or I go through and I beat the game again. That game to me is so freaking fun, man. Like you look at it flat and you're like, oh, that's that's nothing too special. But you get in there and the sense of speed, the sense of scale. Like I really, really liked um, Shadow of the Colossus, and to me, Jet Island is like like um, Shadow of the Colossus had a baby with like tony hawk skater and spider-man and it's just so much fun and you can have up to like eight people in there and it's just absolutely nutty it's so much fun dude this looks sick i've never it's played it so either much fun man it's stupid fun i've been literally playing that game like you know since it came out you know monthly maybe i hop in you know 10 minutes here an hour there you know literally the top comment okay. is to be honest this is my favorite vr game uh immediately it was four years wow. ago but um, <laughs> so good but still but still what yeah. about you uh what about you bradley have you got a, a game you return to apart from vr chat apart from VR oh chat? god um i guess uh i still go back to alex for all the workshop content because there always is like like i i'm impressed with like even the like the people trying to port different games into half-life alex engine a little bit like uh like you can play some of the cool cinematic Portal Two levels in it now, and it's like it's really wild, actually. Just like to pick up Wheatley, and he's like talking to you, and you, you know, you're you're killing Glados and stuff. And it's like those are probably the two. I mean, and obviously, like you said, VR chat is just always the thing I go back to. But God, it's freaking hot right now. I don't even want to go into that anymore. It's so it's like freaking <laughs> killing me. I've AC blast and it's still not enough during these summertime months. Uh, I was gonna ask you guys like, I've literally just invested in like a a portable mm. AC unit. I've never owned one before. I've been getting on with it every single year, but this year and I nearly didn't bother and then I reviewed after uh until you fall and um dude it was like running down my face and i was just like <laughs> i can't handle this anymore like that just... game's no joke it'll do it to you mm-hmm. yeah it really is no joke i i forgot mm-hmm. i mean because i remember the first time i ever played it it didn't have two-handed weapons i'm pretty sure like back in back back in the day when it first came out on pc there wasn't a two-handed axe and uh that guy that thing if you get like the cooldown where the special uh unlocks like all 
I don't know, uh, recharges quicker, like 25%, 50% quicker. You can literally nearly one hit some of the enemies, and you, it's it's, wow. it's phenomenal. It's a really good game, and uh, it's now on PSVR too, which is awesome. Oh, nice. What about you, Wes? What's your what's your game, bro? Uh, I, I kind of cycle through them. Uh, you know, early on, it would have been like Rush of Blood or Arizona Sunshine. Um, mm. I got into In Death Unchained for a while. That was kind of a go-to for me. Uh, I'd say right now, probably Zombieland, Headshot mm. Fever. Ooh, uh, spend oh, some time shit. in there. I need to do. I got to get back in there and and dethrone you. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I just That's thought funny. he's laughing at you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you laugh, dude. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's, let's see. Let's what, see. What about you, Roots? What's your? You got one apart from not, uh, not Diablo? I would say not Wow. Back back in the day, it was Pop One. Um, really? Now. Yeah, population one. We Mash and I used to go in there, like that's what we were in there all the time, yeah. right? Mash for like a year yeah. almost. Yeah, I mean, it, we would probably we would get in at least three times a week. We were we, you were live streaming it probably two times a week, and we would just even go in three or four times a week and just play that. Yeah, that was good. Um, and then uh, now it'd probably be like Wes Zombie Land, and I'm kind of like you, GT. For the last five years, I've debated an AC unit, and I'm sitting here with a blanket on right now. It's like 85 <laughs> degrees outside because I've got finally invested in a uh a window unit as well or a portable oh, hold on a minute hold on a minute so you've got the ac on but it's you're... too cold yeah it's all cozy <laughs> what the fuck that is absolutely mental i um, cranked i cranked it on really high before the show and then of course it kind of it interferes with vibration this is where it would be good to have a um a mic like mashes because it wouldn't pick up that vibration but anyway so it gets too cold in here so i I turn it off, but it's still a little chilly, you know. <laughs> okay, um, oh, mate, that is insane. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine that happening in here. I hope it does. I mean, it's going to be a lovely thing to happen if it does get that cold. That I then need a blanket um, for VR, especially if um, you know, I'm going to start doing Supernatural again, and you know, that was uh, it was just too hot before, so. Yeah, I take it it's not raining where you are either, because every time I see you on a podcast, it's raining behind you, and you always no, say, it, it, it it rained pretty much the whole month of June. Wow. So much so that uh, reservoirs that were at 0% are full, like 97% now. Um, it rained that much, and the snow, it just was crazy, and uh, it's good. Yeah, we now went up sunny. to visit Roots, and it just rained the whole time. Like, dude, mm-hmm. man, where are you living I thought it was Seattle. <laughs> That's for what like, it felt like. Uh, yeah, for a couple weeks there, I thought, am I, where am I at? This is in Colorado. But yeah, it's gone now. So guys, you've seen the announcement for MetaQuest Plus, uh, the subscription I'm assuming today, uh, $7.99 a month, or this is dollars, $7.99, or $59.99 for the year. And the first month being a dollar, which will then rise to $7.99. Hmm. Two games a month, one being, according to them, a like a hit game, like a big game, Mm. well-known game, and the other one like a little bit of a gem. Um, I kind of find that a bit strange with these two because I think the second one is actually a a very good game anyway, but this month we've got Pistol Whipped and Pixel Ripped 1995. So how how do you feel about this service in general? Like, do you think, what do you you think? What do you think? I hated Uh, it at first, (laughs) to be honest with you, but I've been, after today, I'm kind of into it now. Like, I mean, uh, I, here's what I would like. I would prefer they have a list of 10 games and you get to choose right. or something. 
but this is a good value. Like I'm looking at it now. You get to keep every game. If you want to build your library for, you know, and if you do the, if you do the annual, I mean, it's 60 bucks a year. If you want to build your library, like I want to know what the future games are going to be. Like I know they said next month is going to be Walkabout and uh, Mother Gunship Forge, two fantastic games. Yeah, like four for, games I mean, already out of the gate. That, I would just be concerned at like what the crappy games are going to be later on, but. Yeah. yeah, so you get to keep the games even even if you cancel the subscription or do you no, have to, no, you have to keep the subscription. It's very, it's very like every other subscription service mm-hmm. out there. That yeah. if you then resubscribe, you get it all back again. Uh, and I believe, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I know what you're saying. But I mean, I was thinking, in my mind, I was thinking to myself because first, any I think the problem with me is that anyone mentioned subscription, especially after that game with the black and white things that you hit. What was that? I can't. What was that? What was that sports game in VR? I can't, I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, uh, everyone was gone, and that was twenty five dollars a month or something. And I kind of that just made me think, dude, I don't want to be in a subscription service like PlayStation Plus. Already is fifty dollars. Like the premium version, which I accidentally paid for this month because I forgot to cancel it, was ninety five pounds. Oh, jeez, which is what a hundred and ten dollars, something like that. And yeah. I was just like holy shit like and you get all the classic playstation games but it's still not a fully fledged store there's so many games in the past that i would think should be there and they're not you know uh but then they they then lean on the uh streaming service so you can stream hundreds of games uh you get two games to download and there's a ton of retro content um but they also tie online to that don't they like as in this this is purely about games this isn't about anything else Man, I gotta say though, if if you do sixty bucks a year, um, that's twenty four that, games, like three two to three games that you would normally just buy, right? And that's twenty four games. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty good value. It is depends on how much, um, how many games you have. Like for us, it probably wouldn't be like there's no yeah true, that, you that, know. But even for the average gamer, that's has a decent collection there's a good chance that you've got what they're going to give you right this is great this is great for a mother and a father who want to get this for their kid you know what i mean this is perfect for that because otherwise you're going and spending hundred dollars on games that you don't know i mean you're you're getting it for your kid and you don't know if your kid's getting you know choosing a good game i mean this is this is perfect for something like that i think true this would be killer at christmas for sure i think it's amazing i think it's really i do honestly like when i think to myself like sixty dollars isn't enough to buy one ps5 game sometimes and you're getting 24 vr games and 12 of them are apparently going to be well-known <laughs> games big hitters like like you get resident evil 4 in there mm. i just think to myself damn i think i do think it's very good um in english pounds it sounds even better though you know it's like five yeah i think the dollar was something like 80p <laughs> When I saw it today on my <laughs> on my phone, I was like, 80 pence for a, for a, uh, for two games is just oh, crazy." I, I like the idea. Um, I think the pricing's good. If they keep the quality of the titles up, like these yep. first couple of months, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a great thing. Uh, I am curious if they're going to start incorporating first party titles and AAA titles because this these four games are all indie games, right? Mm-hmm. Is it always going to just be indie games? Or are we gonna get some bangers in there too? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I know they're indie games, but they they are very good ones they've picked. Oh, they're very good. Yeah, I'm not trying to diminish the quality of the games at all. They're very good, popular games. You know, 
Um, I'd be interested if if we could get a Resident Evil 4 or or something like that. It it remains to be seen. Uh, Snowtown asks, are they including cross-buy games? I mean, I... I don't think that happened personally. I don't. If it, if it does happen, I reckon it'd be by accident. Mo- I don't think Mother it... Gunship Forge is a cross buy game. I think. I just don't think. Yeah, that... I think. Sorry. I think Walkabout is and too. So is I Walkabout. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's going to be on their radar. Like they don't want you guys playing PC. <laughs> Simple as. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. They want you. Uh, they want you mobile. They want you running around. Um, but, but, yeah. but I think a rotation of like they should have like a a list and you get to pick. I mean, that's really what. Because then you're kind of pigeonholing people into, you know, what if you already have one of these games? That's the only thing, right? So what if you're somebody who has Walkabout already? What do you only get that month? You only get one game. Um, so I think they really need to have a list of five to ten games that they rotate in and out. Yeah, in an ideal world, whoever started it in the first place really screwed it up for the rest of us. PlayStation were like, you only get two and we get to pick them. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, if that works for them. Um Obviously, yeah. that's what that's what they think everyone wants to do. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if you could have something like a, a game library, so you could go in there into a virtual library and just pick a game, and then you had that game for a little while, and then you give it back, and someone else goes in there and go, "I want to read that game." They go, "Sorry, someone's already got it. You'll have to wait for them to come back." Quite funny. I want to think about like the uh, the strategic values that Meta's wanting to succeed with this sort of thing. Um, I think it's like very retention focus like they want to have a reason for people to actually come back to their headset put it on mm-hmm. even if it's just to redeem, redeem the two games and i also think about the um kind of using it you know they were trying to bundle games for free with like hardware sales i can see them instead of doing that be like instead of getting these two games with your quest 2 or quest 3 you get three months of the subscription which again kind of feeds into this machine where they can make sure people don't just buy the headset and put it in a closet after a month because at least they will be picking it up again just to see those those two new games every uh every quarter or whatever every well, every month yeah i mean to me walkabout mini golf is a super social game so that's going to come out next month it costs 10.99 which i think is like 15 dollars. you'd you'd kind of have it in the bag with another three games for 8.99 by then and then, like, one day, maybe you think, oh, I don't really need it anymore. And then someone's like, hey, dude, do you want to go and play Walkabout Mini Golf? And you're like, hmm, I could I could resubscribe, get the other two games that I missed, plus the four games that I had. And then, as you said, you're back into that cycle uh, of where you're continuously paying. Um, but luckily, it's not expensive. So, you know, it's one of those. I, I, personally, I don't think it's expensive. Um, just want to put that it's out not. there. No, I think it's a good price. I think it's I think it's where it needs to be, and I think this is a service that they probably needed to have for, for a long time. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, this will get a lot more games out in front of a lot more people. I mean, it's good for the developers too. You know, what I mean, let's think about mm. let's think about it from the developer side, and maybe not from the consumer side for a second. You're getting your game out in front of a lot of people. Like, I'm I'm curious to see how how this is going to work out for them. Like somebody like Mother Gunship Forge. This is a game that to me, yeah, is went under probably the radar. A, yeah. This yeah. this is a this is this is a top. 10 to 15 game for me it's that good i think this is really good wow. and they support it they do a lot of shit with this game they do updates all the time they every holiday they do an update every you know they they just had a one year anniversary update so they put a lot into this game and this is a game i guarantee that a lot of people don't even know about and um i think it's great because a lot more people will play this game so i'm just curious as to what the developers are making out of this i hope they're doing well i hope this is a positive for them am i talking really really fast right now i think my heart's gonna explode <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you're 
Sydney. Eat one more. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to slow down. I just don't know how fast you're going. You didn't breathe. Admittedly, I don't think you breathe. You didn't even take it. Feel, I literally am starting to grind my teeth. I may have done an eight ball before we started. You didn't, you didn't even take an in breath to start speaking. You just went, holy moly. Oh, let me have another sip of coffee. So that does anybody awesome. think that the $60 is at this point is worth it? I, to me, it's, it, I would, I think it's safer to, to go seven ninety nine and see what's going to happen over the next couple months as you're really taking, I just don't trust that the games are going to be that banger down the road. I, I just don't trust meta, you know? And yeah, but, but I got to tell you though, like for someone that's buying this for some kid for Christmas, dude you'd be kind of dumb not to do this you're mm -hmm. like here here's like a console pretty much right yeah. and here's like a new a, two new games every month for the year like what a banger that is I right think. yeah I, I think brad actually highlighted something i didn't think of um i i guess i kind of thought about it but i didn't fully go into the thought of it and he's absolutely right this is about retention this is to sure there's 20 million plus quests out there but how many of them are actually turned on every day and used? You know, do you know who is turned on though? <laughs> and used, yes. and used, and, and this used. is everybody's closet right now. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? And uh, you know, Nathy uh, put out a really good tweet earlier. He was like, "What is this? What's in it for the developers?" And I know, like, we're saying. Uh, it's eyes, eyes on. There's some games that, you know, a lot of people might have missed. Who knows when they get into the whole ecosystem. Still, every day, on, I'm sure all of our channels, new people are emerging into VR for some reason. Um, and they won't know about these games. The amount of people who say to me, like, oh, I want a new quest game. And I'm like, have you played Phantom Cobra Ops? They're like, what's that? I'm like, yeah. bloody hell. Like, that game is yeah. incredible. I'm sure they get some revenue share with it, too. I'm sure it's not just exposure for their game i mean if you're going to make it so that a large part of your consumer base is getting the game put into their library you're going to get compensated for that so i don't, I don't know how they're splitting up the revenue with it but i'm sure they get something for it if this becomes like the standard um way people adopt indie game like let's say it just sticks to indie games for the service will that make people mass amount of people who game on standalone just use this service and then maybe not buy brand new indie games because there'd be like maybe it'll come to the service where i already get two free games a month i'm already paying this cheap price and i wonder if like if that did become the case couldn't meta who look at these games that didn't sell well <laughs> with this mindset be like hey at least you can uh we can give you this percentage uh and you can add it to this month right. <laughs> this month's game it's it's better it's better than the viport infinity model which obviously it's better for consumers because you get like a thousand games on day one for a similar price to what they're charging here but uh the the revenue share for that as i understand it um isn't nearly as equitable as getting a cut of a subscription uh fee but rather it's based on how much the the people are interacting with the games and and playing them how much time they're spending in there and that could i mean for for certain games that aren't very long uh, that that could be uh, you know a pit where where you send your game to die, uh, so yeah. I, I do feel like this is kind of better than than that model for devs anyway. Another sorry, I'm sorry. Another devil's advocate because I, I like to be that guy, obviously. Um, so I was also thinking about how I was subscribed to a different kind of gaming service. I think it was a Xbox game, whatever they call it. Xbox game. When I notice 
is they had a lot of amazing games like triple a games on this service but every mm. time i i i used one of these games i noticed the games that were in this games pass program from day one had extreme amounts of like deal day one dlc um season passes like all this stuff more than the games that didn't come to game pass day one so i often wonder like if this again became like the standard of how people adopt uh you know vr games would that incentivize people to kind of make games that are bait for this subscription program and then like really push like the the, the constant microtransactions afterwards yeah I, I mean like games actually survive on microtransactions they come out for free and then just literally like Fortnite, for example is just a, a crazy uh obvious positive example of that um who put that so slam jester actually said something that i kind of feel about this with xbox games pass and i don't know especially you guys if any of you get into emulation you'll collect loads of games get all your emulators ready and then you've got so much to play you kind of touch on every single one a little bit and then you're like eh, and then you'll move on and he's just but i don't like instantly getting a big library it's already quite hard to choose and i found that with viveport like i went on mm. viveport and you had so much to choose from i was kind of a bit like I don't really know what I want to get into first. And then you kind of get sidetracked and into something new, for example, brand new, because on there, I don't think brand new games were hitting. I think after the fall did though, didn't it? I think after the fall was a launch yeah. on Viport. So it, it, it was really good for a while. Like there was a year or two years there where they were getting a lot of banger titles month after month. I, I think recently they've been shifting their focus uh to to standalone and i think that the kind of pc infinity is falling to the wayside now because of that yeah yeah alakazam says there's no such thing as actually owning a game yeah we found mm. that with how many games that have been canceled over the last couple of years that we were told we owned and they're like oh hey bridge crew is that i mean it's still out there i think yeah. but man that's such a good game and I uh they keep rumoring that it's gonna disappear. So welcome to the yeah. digital age. If you when you when you lose physical copies, that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, that's that was one of the biggest things. I mean, it's 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 easier. I don't have to go grab or figure out where I put my disc, but do you know, you, know, do you, you don't you don't really ever own it. So I've been very slowly building a retro collection uh of physical stuff. And there's gonna be a generation that won't experience that. Mm-hmm. That's really yep, quite upsetting. Right. Like for me, I might chuck on a game, maybe only for 10, 15 minutes, like wave race on N64 for me. I'm playing that and I'm, you know, and I'll just think to myself, I don't know. It's something special about holding that cartridge and maybe, but then at the same time, if they never knew about it, then they're not going to miss it. So right. you can't, you can't blow in a digital cartridge either. That's well, true. Well, you can try. <laughs> <laughs> Looks weird. I mean, just the game art too on some of these things was amazing. I mean, that's what that's the physical editions for some of this stuff. Like, you know, back on the day when you had cartridges like Nintendo or whatever, some of the art on on the on the the cartridges were amazing. On the discs, on the you know, on the covers of things. I mean, I still love getting, I, I still love getting physical copies of PlayStation VR two stuff. I mean, yeah, one of the best I, things that was sent me this year so far was um, I got a a, a box, a PR box from um, the Last Worker. And, and the PR box was a physical edition of the PlayStation oh, yeah. VR2 version. I mean, when they freaking give you a, you know, that's a great PR box thing. I love it. I actually, I didn't even open it. I'm displaying it because no need for me to open it, but I just want to show it because it looks cool, man. You don't have that anymore. Yeah. yeah. So true. 
Shout out Perp Games. Dude, I think they're going to really hit their stride this year. You know, I, I, agree. I, I think after like the PSVR thing sort of died down, it went very quiet. And now I think with PSVR 2, like shadow dropping stuff all the time, just I think they're going to have a great time. It makes, I mean, how often does, does Sony sell games on sale for digital? Like that's for that reason alone. Like me having, spending that extra dollar or dollar, $100 for the uh, PS5 was worth it because I've gotten so many games on sale. I, I get a game like Back for Blood that I um, have now on PC, so I probably won't play it on PlayStation 5, so I can give it to somebody or I can sell it. Or I just think the digital is very short-sighted. People are it just, the ease of it, it, it doesn't make sense um, in, outside of that, and we lose so much by not having that physical copy. Um, it kind of sucks. We we missed a comment from uh, Lesser Logic. <laughs> he put, "Do you know who else likes to get blown?" <laughs> oh man, I don't even know how to take that. <laughs> you did your job. You know, you, you you know who, who does know how to take it? <laughs> oh, and give it. <laughs> We're on fire. Okay. Damn, she's busy tonight. She is busy. She won't get sore though. It's all good. <laughs> so uh, on to I think Meta Quest Three. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about why we're hyped. Um, I don't know about you guys. I, there was a there was a listing basically of now the Meta Quest Three came. I think it's Best Buy. I think you guys might need to correct me. And they quoted the resolution. Now for some reason I feel like I already knew the resolution was only slightly above. Uh, but maybe that's because the man himself bradley is here and he'd already told me i don't know um but yeah i kind of thought oh that's not that's not really new um but yeah I, i'm still very hyped for it i'll tell you one thing i did that made me more excited for it i synced my quest pro controllers to my quest 2 mm. and it was it actually is worth it like <laughs> i was really ag- i was really against the idea first of all um but i do really enjoy those controllers Really enjoy the controller. And I think they work better with the Quest 2 than they do on the Pro. I don't know why that is, but it just seems that way. I really I mean, think of those. Yeah. I mean, think about it if they if if the Quest Pro controllers came with the Quest 3, it'd be a nine hundred dollar thing. It would be almost as much as a Quest Pro cost. I mean, mm. a huge amount of the cost in the Quest Pro is the freaking controllers, and they are that good. Like literally, I have gone back and forth on the pro controllers because people ask me all the time, are they worth three hundred bucks? Now, where I'm usually at no, I'm usually at they're damn close though. Like if they were 250 bucks or 200 bucks, I think I would recommend them. It's just a, a stiff price to pay 300 bucks. You know who? Never mind. <laughs> I think if you're you like shooters, you should get it because D was just saying she loves Light Brigade, and she plays it on PlayStation VR too. And she's like, there's a, a certain scope that or a site that she tries to use, and she said it, it like her controller. It's almost like she's got an aim controller. She's like, got to shake it, and then it gets straight, and then it just drifts up. And, I mean, there's a problem with occlusion, right? Like, it just, like, it's not perfect. And I don't think, if from what you're describing, MASH, I've never used the Pro Controllers, but it sounds pretty damn close to perfect for that reason anyway. They're the best track controllers I've ever seen over even Lighthouse and Base Station tracking. I, I literally think they're the best there is. Everything but they're 300 said, bucks. I hear my mom after. I'm sorry. You guys are rude. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just shout it out, Skeever. Let it out, son. Yeah, no, it'll be all the time now, you guys. <laughs> breaking my brain. Just let it out. 
But yeah, um, there was something to do with trekking as well. So I think it was Bowles or someone made a video, uh, or Lucky does on Instagram, talking about how the controller is going to be tracked because obviously the Quest, ver- Quest 3 version of the controllers are extremely similar to Pro, but they've got no cameras. So I think they're mm. going to be using a mixture of inside-out tracking plus like tracking your hands at the same time for better positioning. So Brad, do you want to tell us a bit about that, bro? I think you're already summarized it pretty well. They're just going to have higher LEDs all over the controller and then hand tracking to improve that a little bit when they can't see all the higher LEDs. You did fantastic gamer tag. Thank you. Which which sounds like a bit of a nightmare uh, for maybe for some Quest users, but that that depth sensor that they're putting in Quest 3 is supposed to make a pretty significant difference with this, right? Definitely uh, definitely an improvement for even the hand tracking. So yeah, I do think... uh, I think hand tracking will be also just very good for people that care about that, like way better than even the Quest Pro's hand tracking. So, so on the Quest 2 and the Quest Pro, doesn't it take like like, a, like 20% of the processor right now to do the hand tracking? Plus, I know on the, I think it's on the, the Vive XR Elite, when they turn the depth sensor on, it takes even more processing away. What do you guys think about... Um, about removing all of that potential overhead that we now have gained in a new in a newer processor um, to always be hand tracking and always using that depth sensor i don't like it i think it, i don't want hand tracking anyway man so like unless it's going to be for for the the what we just said for the controllers for better tracking in that response i bet i like i want the extra power for the games well, I'm 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 hopeful that, and maybe Brad can speak to this a little bit. I'm hopeful that this new Qualcomm chip has enough overhead that we can kind of run these sorts of things and still have plenty left to pour into the games. Yeah, it's 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 a. It's a I was I was actually doing uh, talking to another YouTube channel that does like they're all big on leaking um, chips and like silicon stuff. Moore's Law is dead. They're called. Oh yeah, I love that channel. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, we were both agreed that like the Quest Three chip is actually kind of like more powerful than what we were expecting uh, mm. in some ways. So I, I think it'll be it'll be fine. Um, you know, obviously the biggest problem is will developers choose to, to, to use that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, that's the thing too is like what we know we, we have an idea what it's going to be like when it you know when it launches. Like, but look at. The Quest 2 is already how many years old? And they just came out with an update that's supposed to give us how much more percentage of, of power and everything. So, so, so I mean, I mean, this is, it's just like anything, like same thing with like, with the PlayStations over the years or Nintendo. I mean, developers learn how to optimize as they go and things are going to get better. So like what we're, what we're going to get out of this chip on day one is not what we'll probably get out of it uh, on day 365. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just can't wait to see... Some games that actually do hopefully get kind of close to what we see on PSVR 2. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if developers can actually make that stuff happen because I always think about Red Matter 2 um, and Hubris, for example. Great games that we see them on mobile hardware. You're kind of like, it's quite amazing that this is even happening, you know, regardless of anything that is good or bad. You kind of, you have to be impressed. And I kind of think to myself, what would that be with Quest 3? Is it? Are we going to kind of say goodbye to that mobile jank? Are we going to kind of say goodbye to that? Is are we actually going to get to a level now where people aren't laughing at some of the games because there are some games that do look terrible? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping think, that happens. 
I think it's going to take a while to get to that. I think obviously this is a big step in that direction, but we also have to wait for the, the game engines to kind of catch up to developing for mobile VR. And, you know, we've made strides in that, which is kind of what we started the conversation off talking about. But, you know, over time, developers are going to get better better at optimizing for these mobile chipsets. And I think uh, that'll show in the end result in the games being more and more uh, on par with a, a PC or a console VR game. Yeah, because the pro, I mean, at the end of the day, I think like Red Matter 2, for example, again, on pro, looks insane. Like that game has eye tracking, dynamic foveated rendering. They basically tried to do everything on that to make it look as best as it can. It did look for me, personally on a mobile headset, as good as PC, um, which was insane, like to experience it. But I don't know many other developers that went out of their way to utilize the pro because there's just not enough people playing games on them. You know, if they did buy them, they're probably for workflow. They're not really for playing games. So, um, and Samson brought up a really good thing. Thank you for the donation. He's put opinions on no eye tracking on Quest 3. Uh, I've got my opinion. What do you guys think about that? Uh, obviously, it sucks. We'd, we'd like for it to be there. Um, I'd be interested to see what, what, what it would, how that would affect cost. Um, but I, I think that they do still want to kind of have tiered uh, product lines going forward. Yeah. And yeah. they, they got to have something, you know, if, if they put everything that the Quest Pro has in Quest 3, but, but only better, then imagine the, the, the five people that actually bought the Pro and how pissed <laughs> off they would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to me, it's not even about the eye tracking itself. It's about what the eye tracking affords the headset. Like, I could give two shits about the eye tracking, to be honest with you. I don't ever use it. And I use my Quest Pro every time I put a, uh, usually put a headset on. But I could care less about the eye tracking except for foveated rendering. I, wanted, I want what the eye tracking can give me in fidelity. Like, the, the eye tracking that the PlayStation VR 2 gets with foveated rendering is a huge increase. And I think it's a great thing that the Quest 3 will not have um, so I think it's a definitely miss for them, but I, I don't know. The cost is extremely expensive. So, and we already have people balking at the price as it is. So could you imagine mm-hmm. if it's in there, what it costs? So, so, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, I just wish they would have figured out how to, how to get it in there. I mean, for, for a prosumer like me, I want it. A pro uh, but, quest three pro yeah. like what's yeah. I think it's perfect. And I think it's funny because when the quest, um, pro did come out, uh, you were you and um, Todd were talking about like being able to see everybody's eyes moving and stuff, and it was so cool. Now it's just like, eh, passe. Right? It's just not something I care about. Like there are people out there, like Brad can probably say this. Probably a lot of VR chat people that absolutely love their Quest Pro because in that, I can, if I was in VR uh, VR chat all the time, or if I was doing social VR, I can see where it would be a That's huge true. thing. Yeah, it's just for the type of gamer that I am. I only use it. I don't ever use it. Like I need it. I want it again to give me, you Perhaps. know what. Synapse is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as as far as you know, performance boost in game, um, fluid like UI movement and being able to like nice and smoothly get through menu systems and stuff. Eye tracking is amazing, but I'll tell you, I will throw all that away because I just don't want Meta to have my eye tracking data. I mean, they have uh-huh. everything else anyway, but like that to me is like you know, it's it's so next level um that I'm good without it, man. I, I'll go to another headset that has it, and I'm excited too. But um, it's just, it scares the crap out of me with Meta. It's the double-edged sword nobody thinks about, right? And it's true. It's very, it's very good point. 
Oh, eye trucking. So like for me personally, I think Mash really touched on exactly how I feel. I love it for social. Like I really love it for social. I think it adds so much more immersion to be talk to feel like you're talking to someone who's genuinely that avatar. Like even today I was in the Quest Pro, my eyebrows are moving, my I'm like an idiot in front of a mirror. I'm like <laughs> doing all these faces, you know, raising one eyebrow. I'm fucking loving it. And I think to myself, it is a shame. But when it comes to using games, and I actually where stop me in my tracks, Synapse is a game that is completely made around this technology of like we can make this cool, like we can we can make this game different. Not like Horizon where it was just like steer where your arrows are going in your menus. It's part. Of, it's an integral part of the gameplay, I think, in Synapse. So what what can we say about Synapse? So now, I'm only saying about careful. what I showed in my video previously. Yeah. Uh, I was just yeah, curious right. because if if the door is open and I didn't know, I was about to like go in. <laughs> <Hey>, go crazy. <laughs> no, no, we we can't do that. We can't do that. Still a couple days on that, like couple a day or days. two. And, and, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there is a little bit out there. I think we're, we were within our, our boundaries talking about the integration of eye tracking in the game. It was, uh, it makes gameplay super seamless and intuitive in ways that we haven't seen in any games before. Yeah, man. When when eye tracking is the norm, we're gonna see games that people just had no idea was even possible. Um, you know, some of the things in games that you know we've we've gotten to try, it just, it's just melting my brain. And and being able to use your eyes as an input is like is such a game changer, man. Not just for performance on games, but like just some of the mechanics you can accomplish. Wow. Just wow. The 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 first person who gets us who who is able to like get the IP for Star Wars to do the mm. force and oh my God, forget it, man. That's gonna sell so many headsets. It's such a big deal. I don't know if people like truly understand because not many developers have utilized it because we're like so limited right right now we got like the psvr2 right that's the only game that's really going to utilize eye tracking until there's another headset out there that has like the the well, user base that's the thing that like the psvr2 isn't really offering any socials it's not offering anything right. but gaming so it must be quite like developers are already funneled of like we need to use this for a gaming experience as i imagine developers are out there uh with quest thinking right yeah we're going to make an ar game or a mixed reality game and it's going to use it in different ways and i do as i said like and all of us who have played the synapse demo before um i think i i so far i think so far it's been one of the best uh when you talked about the force powers i think i said that in my video i was like if you could make a star wars game do the stuff that this game does it'd be insane like you just grab yep. objects around that world pull them towards you you get on a on a like a uh, uh like a lift i guess not a lift i don't know like a, a movable floor and you just like grab it and you float it forward and suddenly you're just moving and then you're grabbing things throwing them around it's, it's really good i think it's a real testimony to vr technology in some ways um it it allows them to this is an action game and it yeah. allows them to 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 establish a pace that like traditional games can't keep up with like by the time well never mind i don't have started to talk about the end game i don't want to talk about the end game but this <laughs> game is fast bro it's fast and intense and a lot of that is because of uh the 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 eye input and how seamless and intuitive everything is by the time you uh get a little experience in yeah yeah 
Is there any other games that you feel if you guys feel of like pushed VR in a way? There's definitely games that I that is I think is really cool that could only be done in VR. I think that's so important. I think they're the games that people kind kind of miss on. You know, you play a game like for example Star Trek Bridge Crew. I know you can play that flat, but like when you play that game in VR and you're actually doing the stuff on the screens and to me, I'm like, I can't go part. I can't go back. I can't go and play this game on a flat screen now. I need to feel like I'm sitting in the chair and I'm doing that stuff. So uh, what sort of games would you guys think are VR-focused only games? Do you know what I mean? What's your game? Like, I, I'd never go back to, to flat racing games ever again. <laughs> like, because it's such a uh, an immersive experience being able to sit in the, the seat and grab the wheel and actually race. Um which I don't know. It might be different if I had a big triple monitor set up. I might be able to get immersed that way. Uh, but VR has been a pretty heavy thing into kind of getting me back into that whole genre. Yeah. It's it's any shooter for me. Like, I, I can't play flat shooters anymore. I don't want to. Like, Tarkov would be the only one I would think about jumping back into. I would just prefer to play everything. If it's a shooter, I want to play it, you know, with me doing it, not with me hitting a button, you know, I want, you know, or... or or just pulling a trigger on a on a you know on a on a controller. I want to be physically you know aiming down sights in any way I can. You know what I mean? So it, for me, it's that. Like I couldn't even think of one. There's there's a there's a ton of games where I go, I'll never play that game flat. Like there's a lot of games out there that are that I can I've either modded into VR or I they've had two versions, and I'll say, why would I ever go play that flat again? That's the first thing when I talk to people about VR, and they talk about first person shooters because they always say like, oh, is there a Call of Duty? kind of thing and i'm like well there's modded versions of zombies and stuff like that but like i'm like you get to actually shoot the guns you get to you're you're shooting them you're aiming them and you're physically reloading them um i don't want to get into firewall but you know that's just <laughs> when that happened man that was crazy but uh yeah um but yeah what about you roots is there any particular game like you kind of think in vr you know because i know you you play a lot of modded games don't you as well yeah yeah i mean pretty much i i don't i don't the thing i love playing games like to me i was just telling d this the other day like i don't even know that i would consider myself a vr enthusiast anymore i i i'm a gamer first vr's an amazing way to play the games but i love playing flat too and there's not really any game that i can say i would never play flat anymore um because there's times i don't want to have the headset on maybe down the road when form factors really light and it's yeah. not hot and it's not uncomfortable and there's no eye strain because we've got varifocal lenses and like a lot of those things but there's just times that i really really enjoy sitting in front of my screen and playing it the way i've always played it i just love it that's awesome and that, that that means a lot because you're kind of like i think you're the ideal kind of consumer that people want to speak to because you're the sort of person who isn't hyper VR. So if you say, like, this game's really good, that means to you, you're not just always in a VR headset, so it's standard. You're kind of like, no, this game is good. It made me want to wear a VR headset in this heat. Be bothered to be pretty much... I mean, for me personally, nowadays, I'm standing 80 90% of the time when I'm in VR. I'm not necessarily seated. And that's an extra effort as well. Some people work hard jobs you know they get home and they're tired their backs are hurting and stuff like that and then what have you got to do my friends want to play a game and you're like oh my god i've got to stand up you know um 
so yeah like to me i think when you talk about games and you say they're good i always listen in more because i think i know this guy would quite happily sit here on his pc clicking his mouse away putting in you know whatever so yeah it's good i think it's great um, what about yeah, you, I mean, I, I I was like Returnal. I was that's that's the one that got me. Like, I love Returnal flat and played a ton of hour, put a oh, ton of hours man. in it. But the first time I played it in VR, I said to myself, I'll probably never go back and play this again flat. Um, yeah. just because it was it, that damn good. And, that, and that's a and that's a mod that's not like perfect. You know what I mean? And so it's it, when they make that when they make that from the perfect. ground up when it's perfect, I will probably be playing just stuck in that game forever. But I mean, I loved it. Like even even unperfect or imperfect, I still enjoyed it more that way than i did flat and i loved it flat i still and i would probably that, go back and play a flat just just for like ease of use like if i just needed to jump in quick but if i have a minute to put my headset on i'd rather do that and that was just reshade exactly imagine yeah. when uh the the prey dog mod comes out and we're, we're actually in the game how much how more awesome that'll be that's the thing is like re if reshade is amazing but it's not being in the game it's looking at a 3d version of of the game which is better if you want to be in the headset then you know playing it but i agree i think once the uh, prey dog it's going to be night and day like being in that mod or in the game is different than looking at a, a really close 3d screen you know what i mean like so i i, I can't wait so snow toad mm -hmm. i think we, we've dropped a bomb here snow toad says you can play games outside of vr he didn't know <laughs> <laughs> no you cannot Sorry. he's completely unaware and he also was... said do you know who else likes it flat <laughs> uh, she likes it any way she can get it i'll um, tell you what, what that um, means. i played diablo 4 with uh lord beavis last night I, I, you know like i played diablo 4 with so many there's a lot more people that play the really good flat games out there than you would think uh so uh Sherzod khan city before we get to any game that roots um that Steve wants to talk about uh as donated 199 thank you ever so much he put will quest 3 have better visuals than basically using a quest pro oh a pro using pc oh, that's interesting mm. yeah what do you what do you what do you guys think do you what sort of graphical level will this processor get us to or whatever if anyone knows that's a question for brad i, I think i, need to, I need to know what, how they're hooking it up to the pc in which i don't well, know that's the other thing that. it's such a variable a pc um mm, it's true so i don't know are but, we gonna have compression issues with this i don't even know well it, they're definitely not putting display port that's for sure right um, but i mean i know they're improving the compression issues even with without the display port like i know a lot of headsets are now are, are getting away from display port and going to USB-C only so i think it's improving but i don't how much is it going to improve is my question well even uh so there's two ways to do uh video and data over USB-C. one is with display port alt mode uh which is what the pico 3 link did um that's like actually just it, it still is display port just uh going through the wire one one wire um but i still think they're gonna go with the usb compression stuff but but the good the good thing is um with the quest 3 chip it's gonna have a much better decoder on board so uh like for example today there was a big update to virtual desktop where you can do two new options from your virtual desktop streamer uh, one of those options is called h.264 plus which allows you to send uh, encode and send up to 400 megabytes per second yeah. to your quest so you get more quality and I, I tested it today on my quest pro and the one thing i noticed the most of all you know you get the latency graph of what different things are causing latency actually the decoder on my quest pro was the slowest latency 
So when you get to the quest tree with the newer chip, you'll have less latency because the decoder will be better. You'll be able to push that encoder to a higher level. So you get, there's still be a compression, but, but less as that number goes up. Yeah. Cause that, that encoder, like when it's sent to a default, sometimes you can go and link and it just be messed up. Like you just, you, I think I played fallout once and I was just like, what the hell is this? This looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Apart from everything close, and then sure enough, I mess around my uh, encoding bitrate, and suddenly, like, I could get it running right, but there was a lack of quality there. So, what you're saying is hopefully that would be kind of the end of that. We can, it would be a lot better. It, it'll be better. Again, it, it's, it's kind of like it might, <laughs> it's kind of awkward because once you bump the resolution, that kind of might, in some ways, counteract that gains you get from a better decoding and encoding solution mm. so um it, it's you know there, there's always trade-offs to these things what about like just a plain percentage of quest 2 versus quest 3 what sort of markup are you looking at you know is in terms of just graphical fidelity for example uh i i think it's like accurate to think it's very it, it kind of goes back to what skiva was saying earlier where there is a powerful chip in the quest 3 but the problem is a lot of those systems that are running in the background take up a lot of overhead. So it's hard to compare what kind of graphical fidelity you'll get. So I think with Quest 3, you'll start to see like, as time goes on, you'll start to see like PS4 Pro level graphics, in my opinion, uh, in terms of like what's there. But you know, if, if stuff like that uh, Auto Guardian that's going on all the time and like all that stuff does take more overhead than yeah, I, 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 the idea that I, I don't think it's going to match PSVR two. Um, yeah, graphics. well, I mean, P, PS4 Pro level of graphics would be good a huge it. step up. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, be good. I, yeah. I would be all for it. I would be mm. that. That would that would be amazing. Do you, I mean, so those some of the games on the PSVR four Pro or the 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 PlayStation um, four Pro were really really good, and I think that would be a huge step over some of the garbage that we have in the Quest standalone now. Yeah. There's some suit. There's some super garbage games out there, guys. Let's admit it. I mean, there's some games out there that are like name, <laughs> name. I'm not. 12. I won't say any. I, name I won't say 12. any names. I mean, PD was talking about one, or one earlier. I can't remember the name. What was the uh, Grid? Grid Legends. Oh, that yeah. was the, that was the laziest fucking game port I've ever seen from a developer. They they literally just put the worst looking game out there they could and put nothing behind it. It was terrible. And that was a fun game to play. It's too bad that it looks like other dog shit. I would actually disagree with that. I think they did the best they could with the hardware they had i really no way honestly no i do way. i do i don't think that game that game looks like pole position for oh yeah it looks terrible i'm not saying <laughs> literally it. i would never argue with the graphics it looks like dog shit but the underlying framework of that game was grid legends it played exactly mm. the same and it felt the same to steer like i think that is the mm. best racing game on the i know there's not many racing games on the quest but mm. if you can get past the graphics the gameplay was there. It was, it's a, I thought it was a very good game, but it was a, the, I just don't think the quest, I think it was a bad time to do it, really. I, I think the quest was, that beginning opening scene was fucking awful. That, it's so pixelated. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like, this, I wish they didn't make the game because it makes VR look like such crap. Yeah, that's what I was going like, to say. At what point do you just say, you know what? This isn't yeah, worth as you're it. making it. Yeah, it's we not, can't do it. Like, yeah. maybe it's not possible to do this the way we want to do it. Yeah, and that's what the Wanderer dev said um, ages ago. I'd argue that Hubris, I think, possibly shouldn't have been on Quest. It does look good, 
but I think that game looks phenomenal on other systems. And then when I spoke to like the Wanderer guys, I did a meeting with them, and obviously Quest was again, it was probably more popular to get tags and clicks with than it is now. And he was like, we can't do that. He said, it was just, it's not our vision. We can't actually achieve what we've set out to do if we put it on Quest. They could put it on Quest, but it would just be ruining their artistic vision. And I kind of respected that. I was like, that's pretty cool. You're kind of saying like, yeah, we obviously they'd love the sales, but at what cost? You know, it's going to ruin their vision. Um, and I thought that's pretty cool. But Wonder is now coming to PSVR 2. Yeah. Uh, I can see both. I can see both sides, uh, hubris oh, as well. Because, like, for somebody that doesn't have the other hardware, and they have no idea, they're going to go into an amazing game that looks really good. It doesn't look as good as the other platforms, but it, damn, it looks really good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, outside of like lighting and reflections, uh, I think hubris looks pretty pretty impressive on Quest. Yeah, uh, I never thought they'd get it there. I really didn't. I never. I'm like, when that game came out, I'm like, there's no way they'll ever get this on the Quest too. I couldn't believe yeah. they got it on there. It's um, it, it's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game on the Quest. Um, but you know, you know, like like you guys were saying, if I had the choice, and I obviously do, I would play Hubris on either PSVR two or PC. But the thing is, a lot of people don't have the choice, right? They play on the on the headset that they have. And if you had, in your your if your choice was to not play Hubris at all or to, um or it's played on the quest, I would say absolutely. It's one of the better, mm. the best looking games I've ever seen on the quest. I don't know how they pulled it off. Um, to kind of steer this away a little, I think there's something that needs to be mentioned that we haven't really talked about. And that's that, you know, if you, if we just, if developers went out and just developed for the quest three and they just went balls to the wall and they, and they made the best games that they could, then we would see some great stuff. I'm sure, you know, there would be games out there that were well optimized that might rival some type of PC like graphics. Right. But the big problem here is everything has to be quest two compatible still. <laughs> so yep. I, I don't think we're going to just like, get a quest three and see this absolutely insane boost in graphics because it's not allowed. Like you have to mm. develop this stuff still to support the quest two. Right. Now you could make a build that's specifically for the quest three and one that's specifically for the quest two. I think, I think meta will allow that. I'm not sure. Yeah. They, they allowed it. I'm they well. allowed it with, the, with quest two that they allowed them to make a quest two enhanced versions for a year. There was like a year transition yeah. period where Developers had to support Quest One, and then they cut it off. And we'll, we'll and how, see something how similar long, here. How, like realistically, um, you know, devs aren't getting rich off of VR games at this time. Some of them are are doing okay, but the majority, it's not the place to go if you want to make a ton of money, right? So where are they going to be getting the money to make multiple versions of these games? I think at first we're just going to see. You know, we're going to see better looking versions simply because the resolution is higher on this new headset. Mm -hmm. I think we'll see, you know, better frame rate because maybe there's, you know, more overhead for them to play with. Uh, you know, it's less likely to drop frames. Um, if there's hand tracking in the game, you know, there's more overhead to handle the hand tracking and stuff like that. But I think we're just going to see Quest 2 level games for at least a year or so two. So you're talking like a, yeah. an almost year release on year leapfrog mm. 
Yeah. 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 Like I the mean, good the good devs will still like the red matter de developers and the, those type of ones will utilize it, but they're very are very few and far between, right? I think it'll be yeah. a significant difference though, just for those things that Steve was talking about. Yes. I don't think they're gonna be like super upgraded because of you know the quest 2 but like i know of developers already that just got their 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 um their um their quest 3s and so nothing is made they're just using their current build on a quest 3 and they're saying how freaking beautiful their game looks in this new headset yeah so that's all i can say about that but i can tell you that i have physically talked to people that have already told me that they're it's amazing looking. so i do think there will be a visual upgrade I just don't know if it'll be as much as people think it is going to be right away. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I really hope that it offers because I mean, I'm, I'm very lucky at the moment. I've got a lot of PSVR 2 people on my channel and I really hope they want to experiment and go outside more so because I think with the original PSVR going to Quest, unless you were really interested in mobile tech and going somewhere, there wasn't really anything that graphically made you go, oh, that looks good because technically you kind of had better looking games already. So... I really hope with PSVR 2 that people might see some games on Quest 3 and be like, oh, do you know what? I might actually get into this and see what happens. Um, that's what I hope anyway, because I think PSVR 2 is going to have a, a long life of like five years again. And in that time, you're going to see a Quest 3 and potentially now a Quest 4, because it's going to be like, what do you reckon? Three years? Is it upgrade every three years? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, you know, it's two to three years for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? All I know is, again, like with Apple and God knows what else, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, this isn't going anywhere. That's the main thing. Yeah, I think it was easier. Oh, Apple just released their APK, right? So yeah. you can now start building um, things with the Apple headset, which that is pretty is. exciting. Dude. I'm curious to see, if to see if we'll see the meta push, the advertising push that we saw around Quest 2. Do you guys remember when Quest 2, you know, yeah. that time period i mean that was some of the best like targeted advertising that vr headset had done and they put millions of dollars into that i'm curious as to whether meta will do that push again and if we'll see the same excitement over this headset as we did the quest 2 um because but, i mean we think we all saw like even in our own channels we saw such an increase in popularity during that time oh yeah Maybe Questy can have a little petite girlfriend that's super slim oh and yeah, <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> I mean, I think PSVR actually before that did that. They really went hard on advertising. I remember like being in the cinema and seeing PSVR adverts. Um, that was pretty cool. I'll tell you what. Going back to the MetaQuest thing, uh, plus subscription thing, someone said on Twitter today. Hopefully, it will, like, I think it was um, Petrifying Pumpkins. He said, hopefully this will open PlayStation's eyes to adding some sort of PSVR, uh, PSVR 2 subscription service, you know, something like that. I don't, I'm not saying it'd go anywhere, but I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, I do feel sometimes that because PSVR is so popular outside of VR, that that is their main focus, that things like that get overlooked. Um, because some people probably, I, I don't know how many people, but there might be someone out there who just has a PS5 and a PSVR 2. And that's what they use it for you know for vr but yeah hopefully we get I... to the point where the library is big enough to support something like that mm. and it wouldn't even really need to be uh like vr specific service just give us a monthly vr game as part of the regular playstation plus the way that they do ps5 now uh you know there's a ps5 game every month give us a vr game every month yeah 
I'll tell you another okay. thing I'm looking forward to Quest 3 is the balancing. Like, they've spoken about that it's roughly the same weight, but I'm really hoping that balancing makes a difference because, like, some days I put on this Quest 2, man, and I know I've got the Bobo strap and all the rest of it, but there's man. some days I put it on and I'm like, this thing is not sitting right today. And I don't know why. Some days it fits nicely. Some days it just doesn't. Um, so- it, it never does for me. Even when it's comfortable, it's just relatively comfortable. It's never like having a PC headset or a PlayStation VR headset on for me. Like I've been playing uh, playing another game uh, that, that's out this week for Quest and I put a little bit of time in because I was out of town. It was the only thing I could play was on my Quest. Uh, but man, 20 minutes and I want to take it off. And, you know, it, it sucks because I'm having a good time in the game, but uh, but I'm constantly taking it off and putting it back on, trying to make it fit just right. And there is no just right with it. Like there's you're, you're constantly making trade offs to where you want to put the pressure. And uh, and that's with a Bobo strap, with the top strap, the whole deal. So, yeah, I feel you. Hopefully it gets a lot better in the next gen. Well, what's the game? Can you say what it is? Uh, I've been DM me, DM me. I was going to say, he was pretty vague about it. I don't even know what you've been playing. (laughs) No, it's so... You've done really well there. Do I know what it is? Probably. Well, we should talk about it anyway, because we should be covering it this Friday, but uh, I I haven't really brought it up yet, so... Let's just tell everybody. Tell everybody what it is. (laughs) I mean... mean, (laughs) Have I played it? Have I played it yet? (laughs) Have I Um, I played it? Yes. Have I played it? Yes, you have. I don't know if you... You probably have, uh, GT. I know you have, Eric. You played it... uh, when it was an early access and said it was garbage and it wasn't ready. <laughs> Eric saying something's garbage. Yeah, that could be many, oh, that could be like a whole bunch of fucking I don't games. believe it. Seriously, I played a long, a long time ago? Uh, a, a while back, a few months back. And for what it's worth, it still has, it's still a little rough around the edges, but what's here is pretty fun. Okay. <gasps> I know what it is. Oh, it's not yeah, that. Yeah. Uh... Is, is it, is it by, um, Oh. Is it, does the name yeah, of the developer yes, begin with a J? Yes, yes. I know yes, what it is. And it, yes. it was super garbage. Yeah, it's not garbage anymore. Can you not tell okay, me what it better. is? You still can't tell me what it is. Yeah, I'll, I mean we haven't talked, we haven't said a we haven't said a whole lot about the game. Um I've been playing Dead Hook. Yeah, yeah. And, oh um, do you know yeah. what? They emailed me today and they were like, You haven't responded to our email, and I was like, Because I deleted <laughs> it. No, I must have deleted it. <laughs> On purpose, you're like, no, you're it's out. just, it's just, just by accident. I looked and I was like, oh, it's in the trash. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to say too much about it, but uh, I will say that I've been enjoying my time in it. So. I have a love hate relationship with Joyway. Like, real, I want I everyone to love does. Joyway as a developer. Like, I want to support them. Like, I was behind them on a lot of their games. Like, against, I think is one of the one of the best games. I still don't understand why it's not on the Quest platform. But whatever, if they don't like making money, that's good with me. Put it over on Pico for the six people that are buying it over there. I'm cool. The outlier was a complete, you know, hose job on a ton of people. Thank God they at least gave some people their money back. But that was a great game. And that this is built on that engine. But the problem is I was testing this game like six months ago and it was awful. This is a different game. This is this it's built from outlier but it, it plays a bit differently than outlier yeah mm-hmm. this is built on the bones of outlier which i thought was fantastic i absolutely I, like i could go into outlier right now and still have fun even though they only made the game like 30 percent finished but i could still have a good time in it so i'm hopeful right. that dead hook is something like that but um yeah i mean uh i just wish like Joyway is just they just need to focus if they could focus on one game finish that game and then move on to another game they would probably be good because i do think they're a good developer they just they're like they have adhd they just can't focus 
That's the biggest problem. They're the Pimax of video games. <laughs> I didn't say sure. that. <laughs> <laughs> should hang out with the uh, with the um, Ging V guys. Yes, the, yeah, at Raptor yeah. Lab. They're they're exactly exactly a Raptor yeah. Lab. Yeah. They're they're talented, but they just they 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 want to go in so many different directions. Like they probably already have fifteen other games in development right now that they'll never finish. I want my story mode of against against. Or, or stride. Yeah. The, the, the new, the new stride coming? trailer. I thought or stride, pretty, yeah. The new stride yeah, trailer. Did you guys see in, in the upload yeah. VR showcase? I thought it actually looked really good. It looked like the closest thing to, to their promise of the mirrors of mirror's edge that we yeah. actually saw. Like yeah, the, they put a, a a trailer out recently, Roots, that is for the story mode. It has it has a title now, which escapes me. Uh, but it does look cool. Looks fun. Oh, cool. Well then, I'm in. I'm in. Do we know yet if that's going to be a whole new game or if it's just an add-on to? to that's an add-on. It's a mode. Is it? Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Crazy. Good, good. Because those people that, that that have bought into that game deserve deserve a little more. So that's Heck good. Yeah. Now, now that doesn't mean that they won't change their mind tomorrow and make it a whole new title. Sure. But <laughs> they're going to scrap uh, that one and they're going to build another game off of that engine and they're going right. to make put thirty percent of their time into that one and then move on to something else. Yeah, I thought Stride looked. Uh, hopefully, that is going to be the single player Mirror's Edge that everyone's been wanting for such a long time. I think it's going to be so good. Oh, Grimlord is out as well. Yeah, have you guys played that? I tried. I, have, I tried I have for a, a minute. Key, but I haven't tried it yet. Oh, yeah. I tried to play it in my G two, and uh, it was before that launched, and there wasn't a controller um, configuration available for it yet, and I wasn't about to go grab another headset so i ha I haven't played it yet it looks good looks good graphically uh but that's all i can really say about it someone else just said about Pretty. thrill of the fright 2 man thrill of the fight 2 oh mm. can't wait for that i love thrill of the right? fight i think it's one of and the that's best. gonna be multiplayer yeah yeah isn't it i think i don't know i, think so. I can't make I my eyebrows right. go any higher with curiosity <laughs> like... <laughs> well, because, you know i i think they had mentioned that at some point that they're looking into multiplayer and thrill of the fight needs multiplayer because mm -hmm. people want to fight their friends you know like you can fight an npc all day long but man when it's your buddy on the other side that you knock out it's way better it's just so much better so if, if we can get a boxing game in there that's like really good like thrill of the fight that's multiplayer that's huge that's absolutely huge i, I think, think i think hmm. creed dropped the ball on multiplayer a little bit it, it yeah. kind of didn't really feel authentic and it was more of a an arm waggler do you know what i mean you didn't really yeah. have to throw your fists properly and stuff um but yeah i want i just want to i want an arcadey one i want like knockout kings i've been waiting for oh that for a yeah long time. i just want that oh, yeah. like arcadey like fun yeah. you know you know give me, the, give me that yeah, give yeah. me that great feeling where i don't feel like i have to work out like i want to be able to throw punches but i don't want to freaking sweat and die in 10 seconds like yeah, make it literally... more about the timing and like yeah, cool, like we're... blast uh joe's jaw yeah. and make it car knockout kings was one of my favorite games i mean i don't know if you guys remember that one but i do it was so cool i mean you could do the power punch where you freaking blew the guy right out of the ring it was awesome i want an arcadey fun game like that where i'm not you know don't make it a workout for me i want to enjoy it you know but not like die in the headset so. <laughs> did you guys ever have a sonic blast man in america do you remember that it was like a like a physical arcade game that you punched and you took down like m massive beasts i don't like, remember no. didn't have that oh, no, i want it me. it sounds good yeah. oh man i played i used to play that all the time it was so cool sonic blast man um 
I don't think uh, that might ever come to VR, but it was so good. And yeah, Distract uh, just dropped about Phasmophobia. Coming to PSVR 2, dude. I think that is so sick. And if you if you think you know scary, dude, I think that game is terrifying. I'm not saying I don't know if you guys agree, but I can't play that game. You know, if I go in with a bunch of people that are really funny and multiplayer, maybe, but man, if I go into that game by myself, I I, I am literally afraid that it's gonna give me a heart attack. Like yeah. that game is terrifying the thing that scares me the most is paranormal stuff mm. and like i'll go in there and, and maybe it's me too because i went in there in full haptic gear i had face stuff i had a vest arm pieces and like a ghost came over and whispered in my ear and then breathed on my face <laughs> and I oh. almost crapped my pants dude that game is so next level scary i can't even handle it that just gave me goosebumps you telling me that i remember being stuck in a cupboard with <laughs> kaz and Kaz and Cherry, right? <laughs> and honestly, they were screaming at each other's screams. Do you know what I mean? Like, nothing's happening, and yet we're all panicking. And it was just, it was so fucked up. It was... It's like anticipation and like being in like some weird, super realistic looking house in the dark with a flashlight, knowing you have to go into like the basement. No, man. No. Like, I play VR because I really want to have fun. I want to, like, experience things that I can't experience in real life, but that are fun. That's not. <laughs> that is. There's, so, there's so many good uh, horror games coming for, for PlayStation VR 2 now. Uh, I mean, uh, besides Phasmophobia, they just announced uh, New Mata's coming, and Madison looks Madison. Amazing. Looks freaky. Yeah. Can't wait for Madison, dude. Same. Can't wait for Madison. Um but yeah, I'd love to get Kaz to talk about that one day. I don't think she she's played Phasmo since. Uh, she said it physically made her feel sick. She was that scared. I feel, wow. I feel that. Wow. Oh yeah, dude. She was terror. She was like um, out of control screaming. It wasn't like wow. I'm on a roller coaster scared. This <laughs> wow. is fun. It was. I wish. It was. It was just crazy. Like, why haven't you took the headset off? You know I wish mean? I could get that scared. In yeah. Yeah. Same. Was- well, I could. I could play Phas... I, I remember thinking to myself... Markiplier did it. He made a video playing Phasmo on his own or something. And I remember thinking... I I would like to try that. And I remember trying to record it. And I remember thinking, this will only probably get a thousand views. And it's fucking not worth it. Like... Because <laughs> it would just... It would, it, would, it would not upset me, but it would scare me. I'd be mm-hmm. terrified. And if something actually happened, I don't know how I control myself. I'm just not a person who panics. Like even in real life, if I'm putting a life, put in a life threatening situation, it's like after it's over, I start feeling like scared about it. But when it's happening, I I keep my calm and kind of deal with things and then think, man, I should be dead now. (laughs) Like I shouldn't be here. (laughs) I Yeah. If I went into that house or whatever, and, and it started talking to me and saying roots and like, like stuff like that <laughs> then i then i might actually be scared but to me it's i'm a it's a video game outside you know what i mean i i just don't nope don't know maybe mean. i haven't been in the right oh, environment or something or <laughs> something i don't know i reckon a ghost to come up to your roots and be like my mom yes oh, that shit, would dude. that would scare me dude do you know who else likes it huh <laughs> my mom like, uh, even yeah, though even though i will not be playing that game on psvr2 i think it's really important 
that game coming because so yeah. many people you say vr and they go oh man like phasmophobia right they, they usually say beat saber and then other people want vr specifically for phasmophobia so i think that game will be a system seller yeah i think it's gonna be a big hit dude yeah. i think it's really gonna be a big hit um, i want to see a skiva solo stream yes we are too a phasmophobia no. let's do it nope <laughs> come on skiva nope. come on man come on man maybe for a million dollars but probably not. million holy holy <laughs> holy crap all right definitely for a million dollars but, I, think should, uh, I think you should do it for the ad revenue i think you should do it for oh. the two dollar ad revenue you're gonna yeah get. absolutely you know I mean? the two dollar <laughs> yeah right yeah uh, i value my sanity a little bit more than that it ain't happening <laughs> i honestly don't blame you i can't even, i've said it loads of times i can't even do the tutorial i get in uh, that house and i hear that feed but what is that noise like that weird noise that happens in the house and i yeah I we need like, a gamer tag solo video then we really I, do i don't think tag. i can do it i don't honestly i don't think i can do it you know what the scariest sound in a, v, in a vr game is right what the what the what the what the what the what the bad is there a theme tune sound is there a theme tune what i thought about i've never played it is that any good has he got a theme tune is that the theme tune yeah yeah it's yeah a song. oh yeah it's, it's do you know what in the world do, do you remember like i don't know six weeks ago um i would play what the bat and review it. i have got a copy and i still you still haven't got it no i, just I want you to live stream it i'll be there i'll come and hang out and chat live stream it mm -hmm. i'll just live stream it directly to you <laughs> my lies only just a personal Individual. gt stream that what would be awesome what happened if i really enjoyed it though like, <laughs> you might if you, look look if you if you live stream that i'll live stream power wash simulator simulator i'll do it oh <laughs> you're not gonna live stream it anyway i don't i wasn't planning <laughs> the only reason i was planning on doing it is because people want to see me go in there and like hate it but why'd i mean why do you hate so good why do you hate yeah I just don't, I don't think, it, I don't like power washing. Like, I hate when my wife's like, oh, you need to power wash the house again. I'm like, I'd but rather do anything you else. power wash can your you, house? Yes, can you know? hear your feet oh, God, speaking yeah. like Spongebob, though? Like, I did, I have to do, yeah, I know, well, that's amazing. But, yeah, I mean, I have to, like, power wash my deck and my porch, you know, outside. Like, every spring when I open, you know, open the, the outside area up, I got to power wash. It sucks. I hate it. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. The only You've never I would ever consider playing that game as if end dreams like if jimmy or someone was like yo please, please. <laughs> i'd be like all right i love you guys i love end dreams but i don't want i don't want to go into vr and do my laundry i don't want to go in there yes do i don't want to go oh, power hey, there's, there's, there's a game there's a game on steam where you're like really rich dad i don't know he gets fed up with you or something and he gives you a laundrette right and in that laundrette is a retro arcade in the back and like you have to work the laundrette to get the money to do up the arcade at the back. And uh, it's a pretty cool concept. Like, I, re I really oh, thought it'd be really cool, cool if it comes to VR. But it's quite funny that you mention that actually mostly what you'll be doing is washing clothes. <laughs> but mm. just... I, don't do that. I just don't, man. Like, I go into VR to escape real-life responsibilities. <laughs> Please don't make me go in there and clean my house. Or, like, <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. Like, toilet washing simulator no thank you i don't i i go in there to have fun and do things that i just don't know how about it's toilet scrubber well that's <laughs> different that's, that's, that's so me. much better it's not for me that's the thing i i actually i hate gardening like i can't stand gardening. Yeah. Lawn, mowing the lawn not it but lawn mower simulator 
I loved it. Yeah. Did you really? What, what do you do? You just blah, blah, do you know blah? why I loved it? It's because like it was a, like I actually think if I had a big enough garden and I could sit on a lawnmower, I probably would enjoy it. Yeah, no nope. steering wheel. I can confirm you, that it still you, sucks. It still yeah. sucks. Me. Look at look at. There's people here in the United States that have amazing, you know, sitting sitting lawnmowers, and they have cup holders on them, and they drink beer. They still hate doing it. Yeah, I live want. on two. I live on two acres, bro. This this is the bane of my existence. Trying to find time out there. And is do that, that actually crap. is that actually a picture of it behind you? Is that your? Yeah, this is, this is <laughs> it. Man. It's spooky. <laughs> oh man, uh, I can't wait for this co stream. Uh, GT does what the bat. I'll do power yes. wash. It'll be amazing, dude. Um, I'm up for it. I, I do need to play what the bat. I do need. To you play. do. I just want to see. You. I I'm just curious to see if you. Well, let me. I, I'm just. I would be curious to see if you would think it would be 2022 game of the year. Eh. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I already know. Actually, it's not a game. It's not a game of the year automatically uh, for me. But can you see how anybody would think it was game of the year? I mean, I mean over like Wanderer argument. and over you know um, what what came out in 2022. There's a ton of games. I mean, not by what I've seen. There's nothing. Rib uh, Matter Two. Yeah. Yeah, it's just insane. I don't, I don't know why they did that. They must have took too many of those gummy things that you had. Uh, just... <laughs> Moonrocks in Denver. They got, they got so Moonrocks in Denver. Yeah, yeah. They're like, wow, this game is great. <laughs> well, thank you ever so much, everyone, for tuning in for episode 14 of the VR Crewcast. Um, cheers, boys, for coming in. Shame about Alex VR. I'm sure he'll be back next week, hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we we'll let be. him back in. We might. Maybe we. Maybe we just go six, man, and just say bye, Alex. He would have loved. He would have loved. Oh. <laughs> no, we need Alex here. You need. You need. You need. Every everybody needs a little Alex in him. Oh. You know who hey. loves having a little Alex in him? My mom. <laughs> He's married. Stay. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I love about Alex and about all you all you guys actually? Um, apart, obviously, I haven't met some of you, but. Most people I meet are exactly the same off camera, which is so cool. And when I met Alex, he was that. He is yep. exactly the same. And he's got this energy around him and an excitement that is awesome. And I can literally see why him and Skeever are like double dragon. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's so double good. Dragon. You got a great you got a great combo there, dude. Thanks. Heck yeah. I think I'll keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, yeah, hopefully everyone has a great week. Uh, we will see you uh, next Monday. I'm pretty sure. There's no reason that we won't. I can't think of anything uh, at the moment. But thank you ever so much for coming through, as always. Thank you for all the channel memberships. That was absolutely insane. The uh, 100 channel memberships. And um, Crazy. all the donations. I appreciate you all. Thank you ever so much. See you next